Welcome to the Coffee, Cameras, and Content Podcast, a podcast dedicated towards all things cameras, technology, influencer economy, and so much more. Today we're going to be talking about the Sony A1 and A7S III firmware updates. Rumors are kind of going out of control. At this point, there is Sony SonyAlphaRumors.com is a website. And it's run by an individual, a guy by the name of Andrea Pizzini. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Might be wrong. He has a YouTube channel, constantly makes videos because he has connections towards different leakers and different people associated with different organizations and constantly has uh, information to hand out. So we know that beyond the shadow of a doubt, we are getting focused breathing compensation for the A1 and the A7S III. Most definitely going to be hooked up to the Creators app for the first time ever. Um, we can expect animal autofocus within video, which is something the A7S III has lacked for a very long time, even though it was promised at the very beginning, just never got added. But then there's also, according to one of the videos that Andrea released, is that these firmware updates are going to have things that haven't been announced yet, and they're going to be higher-end luxury features that no one's really expecting that calls into question what are they and uh to be very blunt i own the a7s3 that's what i'm filming on now side camera is an a7 IV. that's my b camera and the a7s3 is a great camera it was definitely five years in the making and a major leap forward but months after its launch the fx3 came out which in essence was just a rehoused a7s3 with an internal fan and part of the cinema lineup. FX6 came out, which was the same sensor and chip combo. And then the ZVE1 came out with the AI chip. Here's the thing, right? You want more features. Uh, this is Sony's model, right? You need to buy the newer camera. And in this case, it would be the ZVE1. But my A7S III records professional work and can sometimes run for an hour and a half to two hours. And on top of that, I want the two memory card slots so that way I can have two memory cards in there recording simultaneously in case one fails. Redundancy is part of professional workflow so that way you don't have to worry about things down the road. If one card is bunk, then the other card has all the data. You didn't lose anything. And even more so, I just don't want to deal with the ZVE1 overheating. And um, I want my A7S III upgraded with things through firmware because I paid good money for this camera and it is still a flagship camera. So there are very few things that irritate me in this life. One are condescending remarks made. Uh, two, a uh, just disrespect towards institutions and their rules, meaning like a good example of this is I, I'm a gym goer. I'm an avid gym goer. Within my gym, there is a sauna. There are not many gyms with saunas out there. Mine happens to have one. I'm very grateful for it. However, when entering that sauna, there is a sign that states rules. Some of those rules include no food or water. Those rules also include do not wear outside clothes or street clothes. Do not wear shoes in here and um, no nudity. So like if you're taking off your boxers and whatnot, you got to be wrapped up in a towel. All very normal, all very respectable. It's what the institution is asking us to do. Time and time again, I walk into the sauna and there are people with their street shoes bringing all that bacteria from outside into a very hot environment, allowing it to thrive. 
there are people that are just completely butt naked. Um, and oh yeah, one of the rules is too, like don't bring your phone in. There are people on their phone. Um, there are people with AirPods in that have it turned up. I can hear it. I'm trying to sweat and enjoy the sauna. And here you are. You can tell that I have disdain towards this. This is the same anger and disdain that I feel towards Sony's firmware plan from a business. And I personally reached out to Sony customer support multiple times over multiple months and pressed them, when is the next firmware update coming? I think like six, seven months ago, I, I got a response that was like, oh, the next firmware update's on the way. And that was nice of them. Thank you for telling me, except for the fact that they don't care and that firmware update never came out and they've come under massive scrutiny. Part of this video is, do you think that this firmware update on the A7S III and the A1 is going to be enough to restore confidence within the brand of Sony? Obviously they have the best tech. We, we love our Sony cameras, but now we have competitors that are stepping up. Lumix, right? The S5 II is an absolute beast. To be honest, I've thought about switching my A7 IV over to a Lumix multiple times just because of the new S5 IIX features. And I also use DaVinci to edit so that B-RAW would come in handy for professional shoots. We don't have a competitor for the A7S III. That's going to be the S1H2, which is right now known as the S1X is what it's rumored to be, which Cool name, really hope that that autofocus catches up to Sony. S5 II was a step in the right direction, but not quite there. However, they are releasing firmware update after firmware update to improve the autofocus. I'm not the only one that is upset at the fact that there is no firmware for the A1, the flagship camera within the Sony lineup or the A7S III. Far more influential people like Philip Bloom and Gerald Undone literally made a rant video. But Sony decided to finally push out a firmware update a year later after even more criticism. And when they announced the firmware update, it wasn't, wasn't really much shown. We weren't really given much. And now we have these leakers saying that, ah, there's going to be features that you're not expecting. And it's like, well... I kind of expect a lot when it comes to this firmware update because my A7 IV camera that cost $1,000 less than my flagship camera has some features that I really would like to use. At 4K60, I need the variable shutter to control flicker when I'm out and about and filming on running gun shoots. We want the animal autofocus for video. We also want the focus breathing and we want so much more. The creator app, I don't use the creator app. I use the monitor plus app. It just seems to work better. I also get like false colors so I can expose properly with nothing but my camera and my phone. So if I'm in a pinch and I don't have my Ninja V to hook into, I can literally start exposing just by hooking my phone in and checking CRI levels and skin tones and then match that up to where it needs to be, which would be a really nice feature in the creators app, but I don't know. So I'm hoping that after the firmware drops, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a video when the firmware drops in order to talk about it. And I'm hoping that after it is released, it is not Sony putting a Band-Aid on a bleeding wound and that there is actual merit to these firmware updates and that we get more firmware updates and that Sony starts to constantly improve their cameras because none of these cost a little bit of money. The A7S IV is not out yet. The A7S III thereby is the flagship in the S lineup. Camera may be close to four years old at this point. However, it is still a very amazing camera. However, currently, as it stands, I am planning to move over to Lumix if the S1H2 or the S1X, as they call it, improves even more so from the S5 II. 
I then plan on switching my A7 IV over to an S52X. I'm saying this now. I, I, I do not want to switch. I love Sony. I love their products. I love the cameras. But here it is. If your product isn't being updated through firmware and has new features through firmware added, you are using a very outdated business plan. The world is changing fast. I get that. Technology is moving fast. However, cameras are expensive. When I buy into a lineup, I'm probably planning to have that camera for four to five years. And I know that you're going to be releasing new camera after new camera after new camera. All I'm asking is to get some of those features added to my camera so that way I feel included. And I know this thing does not have the AI chip. I'm okay with that. I know that it's not going to have face registration. I'm okay with that. I'll get those features when I upgrade to the next gen. However, this generation of video cameras is still very, very much alive. 422 10-bit three all intro recording is absolutely phenomenal on this camera. And the A7S III shoots out raw to the Ninja V. However, my camera should be given firmware updates in order to compete and make it up to snuff with other contenders within that price point. We already have Canon that released the you know, R6 II Mark II and the R5C to right the wrongs of the R5 and the R6 originally with their overheating. You know, that's not a great business model. Sony blew them out of the water. The A7S III doesn't need a new rendition currently, unless we're talking about more resolution or something else. A lot of things can be added through firmware updates. You know, to compete with Lumix, we could add open gate through firmware. It very well might start to put a limit on how much you can record because this thing only has a heat sink. That's something that Sony can handle in, in the future bodies, right? They can add a fan into the A7S IV. But if I can get open gate recording in short, short bursts, meaning like 15 to 20 to 30 minute bursts, I'm going to do it. So that way I can create content that's going to be used on YouTube and then repurposed for Instagram and not have a problem reframing it. And I think if Sony were to release open gate for the A7S III as like a first new feature, it would be a big statement from Sony. I'm throwing a lot of precedence on it because all the next gen cameras should have open gate in order to do multiple different variations of the same content and repurpose them. However, you know, that is just wishful thinking. I can almost guarantee that animal eye autofocus is going to be one of those features that we aren't expecting. We know that it is going to do DCI true uh, 4K true 24. That's coming for sure. Focus breathing compensation is coming. And if I had to guess, variable shutter at the very least is going to come to the A7S III. It, I mean, it, it pretty much has to at this point. Um, the Creators app is definitely coming. Uh, some speculations would definitely be like Cine EI and shutter angle, because we know that the FX3 is finally getting the shutter angle added, which is, it just makes, setting shutter speed is such a pain when you just have shutter angle and video mode on 180, it's just done, you don't have to think about it. But I am hoping for that open gate. And look, the reason we're here is because Sony thought they were just going to keep releasing new camera after new camera and rebodying the same chip and sensor combo and make tons of money from it with rebranding and repurposing it with no support or afterthought and no real respect towards their customers or early adopters. And yet again, I do love Sony, but I don't feel like Sony truly cares about me as a consumer. Otherwise, we would not be here. Sony was hoping that they could just take the same chip and sensor combo, throw it into a ton of different bodies, and 
as you know, if you understand like camera development, one of the biggest things is the chip and sensor combo. Repurposing that chip and sensor combo is pretty much like creating a new camera out of thin air. Um, like, yes, you do have to design around it, but the massive amounts of R&D have already been done. So the ZVE one is just a rewrapped A7S III made towards like vloggers, right? AI reframing, it has dynamic stabilization. Um, it has a lot of features. Um, a lot of those features cannot be moved over to the A7S III because it does not have an AI chip. And yet again, I'm more than okay with that. I see Lumix dropping firmware after firmware update, improving their camera. And I want that. I see Canon updating their IBIS through firmware. I want that. And that's, that's what I want for my Sony camera. I want to feel like my camera still matters to Sony and that me buying into this ecosystem is valued as opposed to just, great, you bought in, we forgot, we, we, we don't care, we're moving on to the next camera. Instead, we got Nest Cinetone in a more stability with an older menu and no video-centric features on a video-centric camera with the last Sony A7S III firmware update, which I believe is 2.11. The only reason they added S-Cinetone is because they added S-Cinetone to the FX3. They decided to do it across the board. That was it. And look, I understand that Sony needs to make money and their number one focus is not the A1 or the A7S3 at this point in time. And they're trying to drive sales. And the problem is, is that a ton of A7S3s were bought and then sold off to the secondhand market. A ton of people bought the FX3s. We're pretty much in a position where, you know, a lot of the people online are now going to be buying secondhand FX3s and A7S3s and the A1s being sold left and right as well. And it's not Sony's main precedence to release a firmware update because they're not necessarily going to get a giant pop within the A7S3 or the FX3 or the A1 right now. People aren't going to suddenly rush to it. Yeah, they're not really going to benefit monetarily. But here's the thing, is that Sony's customers base had Sony's back through the color science wars, back when the A7S II was a thing and the A7 III came out and we had and we had Canon competing with the EOS 1DX, you know, Mark II, Mark III, their top-end DSLR cameras, and everyone was like, Canon's color science is just better. Back then it was, but us as Sony shooters, we loved it. We could do tweaks in post in order to make the colors look as we needed them to look. Sony improved that color science and then also gave us flexibility with the 422 10-bit in order to flex those colors and hues and saturation and luminance and, and um, tint and white balance. And we're able to move that shifter around to really refine that color. We're not tied down to Sony's native color science, even though the S-Log3 has a slightly green tint when you convert it from log to uh, rec 709 i actually really prefer that look um the a7 IV really honed in that color science and gave it a little bit of a more magenta pop and the a7 IV is a really good top contender within the within the bracket of mirrorless cameras it's in so what i'd say to sony is don't forget about us for the love of god because I love my Sony camera and I really don't want to switch. However, if I feel like I'm not being heard as a consumer and I buy into this thing and believe me, I'm going to get roasted in the comment section for this, this podcast. Um, there's going to be people like, Oh, well you bought the camera with those features and it's still good as the day you bought it. Like, yes, that's true. It is a very remarkable camera. It was groundbreaking when it came out. However, 
we're in a day and age of 2024 where things can be updated through firmware, whether to fix issues that pop up from either new firmware updates or just bugs within the system. And then new features can be brought in. So it's breathing life back into those older cameras that allows them to have a longer shelf life. And no one's going to be buying a camera that costs $3,500 and then selling it six months later to go buy a new camera unless you are literally an influencer that is doing reviews for a living, which the majority of us aren't. We're either creating our own content or we're filming content for other com companies and doing professional work. I need to have something that I can count on and is going to be reliable and is going to get updated with those newer features so that way... You know, if it's capable of being done, why would you not do it? Why would you not give more incentive to your to your customer base to continue to stay with you? I just don't understand why you would want anything differently. And here's the thing is like Sony can do better. I, I do not want to switch. I want that open gate and I want better IBIS with the dynamic stabe. I don't think the AI chip is used for the dynamic stabilization within the ZVE1 or I think it was added to the R5 as well. And dynamic stabilization is really just cropping in more um, and then creating like a little bit of a better image. Obviously, it's going to add more heat to the processing power. I think the A7S III really punches in higher than its weight class with the heat sink that was built into it because that same heat sink was used in the A7 IV. And that thing has a 7K sensor that's downsampling to 4K. And when I'm recording 4K, 24 um, I don't really have any overheating issues unless I'm in a very stuffy room inside, in which case I just flip open the screen and I'm good. If I'm outside, same kind of deal. I can kick it into 4K60 and do burst shots. I can even record 10, 15 minutes without seeing any kind of warning. I think the heat sinks are more than capable to take on a little bit extra computing. And though it might start to cause overheating and make it more apparent, it's an older camera, and I get that. If I'm going to be using these higher-end features for extended periods of time, I will have to buy into that newer camera body. But I'm, I'm not okay with them specifically nerfing these older cameras and not giving those features or giving us the option to have access to those features just because they want to bottleneck us into going up the ladder. Because for some people, they're buying an A7S III and then starting to pick up enough professional work in a matter of six months where they can do it but they really don't want to because, you know, they have other things that they need to spend on for their business. And I think that that would, that would be a lot more so of Sony being understanding towards its customer and client base as opposed to just being like, buy the new camera. You know, I, I'm really keeping my fingers crossed for open gate and better IBIS, you know, with that dynamic stabilization being added. Andrea Pizzini, you know, yet again, said that there are going to be like t more top tier features added than they've they've let on, um, which they got from the leakers. He's saying that they have a very tight ship over at Sony, so they're not really allowing that information to leak. It's only like the upper ranks and higher up people. So we have no idea what those things are going to be, which then creates this like very vague, mysterious, like, oh, it could be good. It could be good. And like, yes, it, it it could be good, but it also could not. And it could just be like hype being built up around this firmware update and Sony trying to say that they're doing amazing things when in reality, they're doing the bare minimum and then trying to say, look at me, I've, I've done more work when really these features should have been added a while ago. And um, that's my rant about Sony because their firmware... Their firmware business path absolutely sucks, but 
their cameras are top tier and top shelf. And I think if they find a way to intermesh an actual good firmware plan and like guaranteed firmware support and new features coming to older cameras, coupled with the technology they have, I'm going to be far more inclined to continue to buying into the Sony ecosystem over and over and over again. You know, let's say the A7S IV comes out, the A7S III, they've given me really amazing updates on my A7S III, but that A7S IV has a 6K sensor and it has full phase auto detect at that that's full 6K in a very Sony fashion, which I can see them doing with no overheating within a two hour time frame. That is going to be enough coupled with the AI chip added in to be like, okay, thank you, Sony, for giving me these features within my A7S III. Because you've continued to support me, I'm definitely going to try to move up to that other camera as quickly as possible. Like that, that would be my take on it. If they are continually supporting and adding more features, and we know that they're sticking in as many features as they possibly can without ruining the camera, I don't know what more you could ask for. They're doing the exact opposite right now, but I digress. The A7S III firmware path, if you're an A7S III user like me, I, you know, more power to you for sticking along with it as long as I have. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I love this thing. And I think that for BTS footage, for social media footage, I can definitely take some stunning photographs. You know, these things might not be print worthy, but for social media, they are going to be stunning photographs beautiful, capable to be used. And I don't want to go to the FX3 where it only has the e-shutter and I can, I don't have really many different drive modes where I can do continuous high-end shooting with my mechanical shutter, getting all the details. I love my A7S III. I think the FX3 is a great camera and I think it has some great features. I'd really love to see those features brought over to the A7S III, being that it's literally just the same camera rebodied and rehoused and before you hop into the comment section and say, well, I compared the A7S III to the FX3 and I can tell you that there's a little bit difference in the colors and yeah, I get that. They are tweaking it for that specific body to be part of the cinema lineup. It's the same thing as the FX6. The FX6 is the same chip and sensor combo in a bigger body and it looks slightly different from the FX3 and the A7S III when you really punch in and pixel peep. I get that. These things are tweaked for their specific bodies. However, it is the same hardware within each body. And that's the main point that counts. We know that it has the processing power and it's capable to do the same things that the FX3 or the FX6 can do. It just doesn't have all the customization buttons and the toggles and the switches. And I think it's um, high time Sony really kind of gives back to their community of loyal following and fan base that it stuck with them through the Canon and Sony wars because we love Sony. We just want Sony to really care about us too. And uh, that's it for this coffee break. Uh, I'll catch you at the coffee table next time.